Welcome to the Climate Report on Forward Radio, WFMP 106.5 FM, Louisville. This is Hart Hagen, your host, and we are on episode number 202. Today's topic is Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal, Part 4. This program is part of WFMP's Public Affairs Educational Programming. The views expressed are those of the speaker and not the station. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please email info at theclimatereport.net. And if you like this content, you can find more of the same by visiting theclimatereport.net. Any questions, comments, or feedback, email info at theclimatereport.net. I already said that once, so let's go on to the topic of today. So we're reading through Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal. It was released in August of 2019. It's an excellent Green New Deal document. It's, I hate to say it, but it's the best I've seen. The reason I hate to say it is because I have some attachment to the Green Party policies and proposals. Um, And the Green Party was the original Green New Deal. But there's another, the Green Party platform is just an excellent source of positive proposals. And I don't think any one of these documents is the be-all and the end-all. They're all good. And I've been gratified to see Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal be so bold and so comprehensive and so clear and so organized and so methodical. So let's get into it. Now, Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal is about a 30-page document, depending on how big you make the font. Uh, It's 13,000 words. I have numbered these paragraphs. There are about 160 or so paragraphs. And we are on paragraph 7, which has... um, you know, letters A through M, the bullet points, letters A through M underneath. So paragraph seven is the goals. Like what are the goals of the Green New Deal? So uh, we're on letter D, a just transition for workers. So let's read and comment. A just transition for workers. This plan will prioritize the fossil fuel workers who have powered our economy for more than a century and who have too often been neglected by corporations and politicians. We will guarantee five years of a worker's current salary, housing assistance, job training, health care, pension support, and priority job Placement for any displaced worker, as well as early retirement support for those who choose it or can no longer work. Now, the thing that you'll notice in this paragraph is that it is it is offering a lot of benefits. Now, specifically, these benefits are for fossil fuel workers, but so-called conservatives and libertarians who are should not be called that but because they're not conservative and they're not libertarian and i'm talking about some of my best friends and family but the policies the real world policies of so-called conservatives and so-called libertarians are radical and are not in favor of liberty but that's another conversation 
but so-called conservatives and libertarians are going to criticize any bold attempt of the government to give benefits to people. Now, one part of the propaganda in which we've all been indoctrinated, and I was a conservative for most of my life and a capitalist for all of my life until about less than a year ago, but uh, we've all been indoctrinated in this idea that the government shouldn't be too generous in giving away benefits. Meanwhile, government gives huge benefits to the very wealthy. It's like Martin Luther King said, we have uh, socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor and the middle class. We need to uh, not believe people who either sincerely or otherwise have this rhetoric that says the government should not be generous at giving benefits because the government is generous in giving away benefits, but it gives away the benefits to the rich. In other words, those who need it the least. So it says here we're going to guarantee five years of a worker's current salary, housing assistance, job training, health care, pension support, and priority job placement for any displaced worker. So if, if mining is not a thing anymore, guess what? You get to go to another industry and do another job. We're going to guarantee the job. We're going to guarantee the salary. We're going to guarantee the pension benefits. If you will leave that industry and go into another industry. Now, imagine what a dynamic economy we will have when all of a sudden workers are leaving their fossil fuel jobs and going into other industries that actually create more jobs. Dollar for dollar, more jobs are created in renewable energy and mass transit. Three times as many jobs are created in renewable energy and mass transit as are created in the old, tired, toxic, polluting fossil fuel industries. So we're going to say we're not going to do this transition at your expense. We are going to do this transition in a way that benefits you and incentivizes you to seek employment elsewhere and not in the most toxic, polluting industries known to man. Letter E in the goals of the Bernie Sanders Green New Deal, declaring climate emergency declaring climate change a national emergency. So we're going to declare climate change a national emergency. We must take action to ensure a habitable planet for ourselves, our children, our grandchildren. We will do whatever it takes to defeat the threat of climate change. Interesting wording here. So I was talking with somebody the other day who said, We have to really be concerned about the planet that we're going to leave for our grandchildren's grandchildren. O-M-G. We're not talking about the planet as it's going to be for our grandchildren's grandchildren. We're not talking about the planet as it's going to be for our grandchildren or our children. We are talking about the planet that we are creating for ourselves. We are talking about the planet that is being destroyed 
for ourselves in the in the present, not in the vague and unspecified future. So the wording here says we must take action to ensure a habitable planet for ourselves, for our children and for our grandchildren. This whole thing about, I mean, once I was hearing some sort of podcast or a YouTube thing that politician after politician after politician after politician, including Al Gore, was saying we need to be concerned about the planet we're going to leave for our grandchildren. That creates the false impression that we're talking about something that is in the distant future. We're creating the false impression that we're talking about something that's going to be in the vague and unspecified future. We don't need to use this false rhetoric to lull ourselves into a false sense of climate change being in the distant future. Climate change is in the present, and the, worst, the, the damages, the catastrophic damage from climate change has already occurred. The question is, how far are we going to let it go? Some people think we're already past the point of no return, but that's another conversation. If we are past the point of no return, we still need to do everything possible to not make damage faster and worse than it already is. Letter F in Bernie Sanders' goals in the Green New Deal We want to save American families' money by weatherizing homes and lowering energy bills, building affordable and high-quality modern public transportation, providing grants and trade-in programs for families and small businesses to purchase high-efficiency electric vehicles, and rebuilding our inefficient and crumbling infrastructure, including deploying universal, affordable, high-speed internet. So this paragraph relates to all the things we're going to be doing to save American families money. Weatherize homes and lower energy bills. Build affordable, high-quality, modern public transportation. Provide grants and trade-in programs for families and small businesses to purchase high-efficiency energy vehicles, rebuild our inefficient and crumbling infrastructure, and deploy universal affordable high-speed internet. So, you know, those things should not be controversial for anybody who thinks, number one, we need to take decisive, radical action. We need to have a massive mobilization. All these things are good. We don't need uh, token programs. We don't need to reward people that are dreaming about incremental change, but preserving the system of business as usual, which makes lots and lots of money for a few very greedy, sometimes mentally ill billionaires. So when I say mentally ill billionaires, I'm saying that advisedly. So there was a time up until recently when homosexuality was defined as a mental illness. And now, so the definition of mental illness is changing. Should not mental illness be defined to include 
those who in a cold and calculating way put the entire planet at risk, knowingly put the entire species at risk, not to mention the natural world, should mental illness not be defined to include those who in a cold and calculating way are willing to put the entire species at risk for the sake of their profits and their accumulation and their lavish lifestyle. Arguably, mental illness should be defined to include just what I described. Letter G in the goals of Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal We will support family farms by investing in ecologically regenerative and sustainable agriculture. This plan will transform our agricultural system to fight climate change, provide sustainable local foods, and break the corporate stranglehold on farmers and ranchers. So this ecologically regenerative Ecologically regenerative agriculture is this whole big thing. Agriculture, our food system, especially animal agriculture, but our food system is almost on par, is about on par with the transportation system as far as that which has the biggest impact on climate. That needs to change. Our agricultural system is designed around the needs and interests of a few wealthy people. It is not designed around the needs and interests of farmers or the people who consume farm products, which means you and me. Agriculture could be uh, restorative to the land. Agriculture could be sustainable in that agriculture can be designed in a way that supports the natural biodiversity of nature. Instead, agriculture is designed in a way to support the needs of a few people, and agriculture is an assault on nature. The way it's currently designed, agriculture is an assault on nature, because nature is inherently diverse. But when you take the diversity of nature, clear the land of all the trees, all the wild, fl- wild flowers, and replace it with corn, genetically modified corn, as far as the eye can see, what you're doing is you're assaulting nature. There, when, you, when you have genetically modified corn or genetically modified soybeans, as far as the eye can see, there's no room for birds, butterflies, bees, or wild flowers, let alone trees. We can have ecologically regenerative agriculture, but it needs to be a matter of public policy. It cannot be left to chance. Letter H in the goals of Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal is justice for frontline communities, especially under-resourced groups, communities of color, Native Americans, people with disabilities, children, and the elderly, 
to recover from and prepare for the climate impacts, including through a $40 billion climate justice resiliency fund and providing those frontline and fenceline communities a just transition, including real jobs, resilient infrastructure, and economic development. So I imagine this includes a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but one thing is that, you know, um, people of color and people who live have to live in urban areas uh, typically have something like three times the rate of asthma. Uh, There's also, you know, much greater rate of things like nitrous oxide and toxic pollutants are in people's blood uh, disproportionately among people of color. So that needs to change. And when it comes to, uh, you know, I, I honestly don't know about this climate justice resiliency fund. That'll be something for us to learn together as we go forward. But, okay, $40 billion. How can we possibly afford $40 billion? Well, the Pentagon gets a trillion dollars a year. The, the trillion, Pentagon gets 25 times that every year. And, it, and the Pentagon is about nothing but destruction. So how about we rechannel that money into things that actually help people? What, how does the Pentagon justify itself? Well, because on 9-11, we ha- there were 3,000 people who died. 3,000 people. You know, hundreds of times that many people die every year. Hundreds, if not thousands of, of people Uh, More times, more people die every year in America and around the world because of preventable causes. So if the standard for just allocation of money is preventable deaths, there are a lot more other preventable deaths, a lot more other causes of preventable death rather than putting all of our uh, energy into this paranoid jingoistic war on terrorism or the paranoid jingoistic war on drugs. Letter I in the in Bernie Sanders' goals in the Green New Deal is commit to reducing emissions throughout the world, including providing $200 billion to the Green Climate Fund, rejoining the Paris Agreement, and reasserting the United States' leadership in the global fight against climate change. So people in the United States, those who believe in American exceptionalism, think that the United States has a unique role to play in the world. Let's pretend for the sake of discussion that the United States does have a unique role to play in the world. Do we we want that role to be primarily destructive and primarily, uh, you know, is our role primarily to dominate other countries or is our role to actually help other countries solve a problem that we have created? Certainly what we want to help other countries solve a problem that we have created. People around the world are dying in large numbers every day because of the impacts of climate change, not least of all starvation uh, due to drought, mass, uh, ma- mass migration due to drought, and uh, deforestation, and the, the list goes on and on and on. The United States 
has been the undisputed leader of the world for the last hundred years, certainly for the last 70 years since the end of World War II, we need to use our power as a force for good instead of using our power to cause the death of people and the destruction of communities all around the world, which is exactly what we do and is exactly the true impact of U.S. foreign policy since 1945, if not way before that. Letter J in Bernie Sanders' goals within the Green New Deal. We're going to meet and exceed our fair share of global emissions reductions. The United States has, for over a century, spewed carbon pollution emissions into the atmosphere in order to gain economic standing in the world. Therefore, we have an outsized obligation to help less industrialized nations meet their targets while improving quality of life. We will reduce domestic emissions by at least 71% by 2030 and reduce emissions among less industrialized nations by 36% by 2030, the total equivalent of reducing our domestic emissions by 161%. So, you know, in, in civil society, when somebody injures you, you have a right to sue them for compensation of that injury. It's ju- it's, it is just, it is fair, it is equitable, it is right, it is moral. You might even be able to have that person put in jail if they injure you. But on the world stage, why can't other countries sue us for the damage we have caused them? Well, it's because we're the biggest, the baddest, the strongest, and the meanest. We have the biggest military. We have the biggest bombs. We have the biggest nuclear weapons. And that is the only reason. It has nothing to do with fairness or justice. We not you and me, but the, the the powers that be, the very rich, the corporations that have a stranglehold on our economy and on our society, owe a tremendous debt, financially and otherwise, to the people of the world that they have that the for whom they are destroying their communities, destroying their homes, destroying their health. It's only just right and fair for us to admit that we have an obligation to other peoples of the world, and we have an obligation domestically. But what this paragraph is saying is that the United States has an outsized obligation. We need to be doing more than our fair share of fixing this problem. Letter K in Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal, The Goals. We're going to be making massive investments in research and development. We will invest in public research to drastically reduce the cost of energy storage, electric vehicles, and make our plastic more sustainable through advanced chemistry. So this could have been a much longer list, but it's on the right track. It's got the right idea. 
public research to drastically reduce the cost of energy storage. That means batteries. I mean, if we can develop a nuclear bomb in three years, we, uh, we can certainly increase the efficiency of battery storage. We need better battery storage to make optimal use of power sources such as solar energy and wind energy. If we would, you know, and just invest in solar panels and windmills, a lot of that, the, the, the for market forces will cause people to purchase more batteries. The batteries will come down in cost. So there, there is a place for market forces to have a role. But when it comes to new technologies, the government always, the government always invests in new technologies because that's how they help big business make a lot of money and the purpose of government is for big business to make a lot of money i mean that's no lie that's no joke it's not sarcasm it's not tongue-in-cheek it's the real world but we need to redirect some of that money and invest it into technologies that we need as a society instead of always plowing it into destructive technologies such as uh, uranium-depleted bombs. Letter L in the goals of Bernie Sanders' uh, Green New Deal is to expand the climate justice movement. We will do this by coming together in a truly inclusive movement that prioritizes young people, workers, indigenous peoples, communities of color, and other historically marginalized groups to take on the fossil fuel industry and other polluters to push this over the finish line and lead the globe in solving the climate crisis. So there are elements in our society that make um, identity politics, that turn identity politics to their advantage. There are elements in our society that, for one thing, uh, shame those who think the government should be in the business of conferring benefits. There are elements in our society that benefit from white racism. In other words, benefit from the racism of white people, who probably most of whom don't consider themselves racist, but they are manipulated into supporting systemic racism. So what we're going to say here is that we're going to have a truly inclusive movement that, inclu that prioritizes indigenous peoples, communities of color, historically marginalized groups, also young people and workers. We're going to prioritize these groups, and in effect, what we're saying is that rich people, whether they're white or otherwise, whether they're Mer American or otherwise, rich people will no longer be in the driver's seat. Rich people will no longer be able to control everything that goes on in our society because we're going to move to a situation that is true democracy, not the fake sham democracy that we have now. Letter M in the goals of Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal is 
investing in in conservation and public lands to heal our soils, forests, and prairie lands, we will reauthorize and expand the Civilian Conservation Corps and fully fund the Land and Water Conservation Corps to provide good-paying jobs building green infrastructure. We're going to have to come back to that on the next episode. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about there. We've got about 30 seconds left. Let me leave you with something to think about. So, the you know, we, our minds are not unaffected by the propaganda that, by propaganda and by those that control the channels of communication. You know, propaganda doesn't come with a label that says, hi, I'm propaganda and I'm here to brainwash you. But that's what it is and that's what it does. And it's not called propaganda. It's called media reporting. It's called education. But we have been propagandized into believing a whole bill of goods that is not good for anybody except it's temporarily good for the bank accounts of a very few. That needs to change. Hope you enjoyed this. Please email info at theclimatereport.net if you have any questions, comments, or feedback. Have a great day.